Welcome back to What's Next, Living Longer, Better, Smarter. This time out, new innovation for the new year at CES. This edition is made possible by AARP Innovation Labs, working with startups to empower people to choose how they live as they age. I'm Fred Fishkin, along with Mary Furlong. Hi, Mary. Hi, Fred. Uh, here we are in a new year, 2022. It's our 20th year working with ARP, so glad to have them here with us today. And um, we're facing some old challenges, right? COVID continues, but that doesn't stop entrepreneurs and innovators and the way they pivot. So let's hear more from this group. Right. Well, even though they've had to deal with the pandemic challenges, the Consumer Electronics Show, CES, is taking place in Las Vegas and virtually online as well. And there's a lot of focus on technology to improve the lives of older adults. We're very happy to have with us Steve Ewell, Executive Director at the Consumer Technology Foundation, Sasha Spellman, Startup Collaboration Director at the AARP Age Tech Collaborative, Rick Robinson, VP of Startup Engagement at the AARP Age Tech Collaborative, and the Senior Marketing Manager at the AARP Age Tech Accelerator, Christina Tamarolio. Thank you to all of you. We're going to turn first to Steve. The CTA Foundation, affiliated with the Consumer Technology Association, which puts on CES, has a mission of linking seniors and people with disabilities with technologies that enhance their lives. Tell us a little bit more about it, Steve. Absolutely, Fred and uh, Mary, thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here and uh, be here in Las Vegas where we're having the chance to uh, bring CES 2022 back to live and in person uh, and really highlight the work of our uh, foundation as it looks at the technologies that can help people of all ages and abilities live, work and play independently. So I'm really thrilled. There's a lot of excitement going on here about the uh, different opportunities throughout the week, the different uh, companies that are just uh, thrilled to be uh, meeting back in person and, and seeing each other and really getting uh, engaged in this space. And then we have activities uh, through our CTA Foundation, such as we do our Eureka Park Accessibility Contest, where we've got four companies on the show floor that are highlighting, actually all of them are very interesting technologies for the aging space uh, with caregiver smart solutions, Cosmos Robotics, Parasuite and Personal AI. We also have our pitch competition that we're gonna do a little bit later this week. Uh, and then there's just so much uh, different exciting uh, technologies that are from vehicle tech to uh, you know, phones and tablets to health uh, and kind of across the entire technology industry. There's some great representation here and we're really excited. This is actually our 10th year with the CTA Foundation. So we're kind of celebrating a big anniversary and uh, looking at how we can continue to to make an incredible impact in the lives of the communities we serve. And you know, as we look at 2022, the boomers at the top end are 76. So you look at that time period of 76 to 86, and you see that there are inevitable dis dissonances that happen as you age and a real need for innovation. So let's turn to Sasha. What you're doing with the Age Tech Collaborative is also focused on ideas and products that make a difference. It's so great you have this global platform. And tell us a little bit about it, Sasha. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, thanks again, Mary and Fred, for having us today. Uh, how fun to be here with my current teammates, 
and also a former colleague at CTA. So it's great to see you, Steve. Um, we wish you were coming to you live from Las Vegas like Steve is right now, um, but we opted to focus on a more digital activation for our uh, presence at the show this year. Um, but we're still excited to participate digitally. And um, one of our major focuses of our activation was gonna be, and it, well, it still will be, uh, on the HTech Collaborative from AARP, which is a, a new platform that's connecting uh, leading HTech startups, uh, the VC community, larger enterprises and uh, test beds in a new business community that's uh, looking to spark new ideas and really create that home for the age tech ecosystem and ultimately help solve all these really important issues that we all experience as we age. Um, so this past year, we've been um, really focused on creating the concept for this platform, uh, building prototypes, getting participants on board, uh, and finally uh, building out the actual platform. Um, so uh, we were excited that we had over 85 participants join this past year. 45 of those are our portfolio startups that um, Christina is going to talk about a few, a few of those in just a second. Um, and then another half of those 85 are non-startup non -startup participants across those other uh four group types. So um, we're excited to be uh, talking about this as we go into 2022. Um, and the Age Tech Collaborative for those that do join is gonna provide three things. Uh, the opportunity to discover innovative Age Tech solutions, ways to connect with the Age Tech community, and finally the ability to grow your impact as a leader in this space. And that speaks to both as a leader as a startup and both up all the way as a larger corporation or enterprise. You've got investors, you've got entrepreneurs, you have incubators like the Thrive Center. So a lot of different constituent groups. Yes, uh, we're excited to see a lot of groups in and also Mary Furlong, uh, you guys are part of the collaborative as well. So yeah, and we'll, we'll continue that momentum as we go into 2022 and adding on more. Yeah, we're very happy to be part of it and, and be an evangelist for it, too. And I also think you're getting global participation. I've had people reach out from the UK yesterday who want to be part. So let's open up a discussion and have some fun talking about some of the new things that we're hearing about at CES. Christina, you can go first here. Give us an idea of what some of the more exciting things are. Absolutely. Um, we are really excited this year. We were able to bring 18 startups with us um, along with our CES presence and a variety of different age tech categories, everything from mobility to smart home tech, even fintech. Um, a lot of health tech smattered in there as well. Um, I'll highlight a few of them. Um, all are really around supporting and empower people as we age. Um, the first one, TELUS, we were super excited for them this year. They're one of um, CES's Innovation Awards honorees. Um, they are a home monitoring solution that gives caregivers peace of mind, knowing that their loved one is safe in their home. Um, it's a really elegant, non-intrusive device that just simply plugs into the wall and gives loved ones um, the ability to really maintain their independence, but give and help the caregiver keep an, an eye on things from afar. So it gives them real-time alerts if their loved one hasn't made it back to bed at night or you know, if there's lack of activity in the room. So it really helps them you know, keep the distance, but you know, notify them if you know, something is awry. 
And they're, um, they're not using camera technology at all, right? No, it's a, not a wearable device. It's really um, using kind of radar and a lot of great technology there. So it really just helps them, um, you know, maintain their independence, but keep them safe in their home, but also helps with their, you know, maintain their dignity. So they're not being, you know, cameras, eyes on them and that sort of thing. Um, the second one I'd love to highlight is Mighty Health. Um, it's a digital exercise, nutrition, and wellness platform that's specifically targeted to those over 50. Uh, the founder, James Lee, came up with the idea after he, his father suffered from um, an emergency heart attack and really saw him suffering with trying to get back um, his health and on track afterwards. Um, they have a library of joint-friendly workouts you are paired with a um, coach who you can communicate um, via text message and really helps motivate you and keep you going. Um, they also have nutrition plans, a really robust community to keep folks engaged and just a lot of relevant content for this audience. And they're, they're doing some great things over there. Um, the last one I'll mention, um, they just came through our last cohort in our accelerator program is Door Devices. Um, their first product, Nextride, helps patients with Parkinson's disease overcome freezing of gait. So um, for those that are unaware, there's uh, freezing of gait is um, when patients feel like their feet are stuck to the floor and they just can't continue moving forward. Um, so the device attaches to either a cane, a, walk, a walker or walking poles um, and through a combination of audio and visual cues helps them break free of that freezing of gait and helps them start walking again. Um, and it's just fabulous technology that, by the team there. Well, those are really important ideas, ones that we could all use, and I think big market opportunity ahead. Um, Steve, what are some trends that you're seeing? Absolutely. Well, there's quite a few different uh, topics. As you know, there's always a ton going on out here, but some of the new uh, technology areas that we're seeing on the show for this year, uh, food tech, uh, I was walking around that section earlier uh, today, and it's everything from robots that can help to serve your food, prepare your food, other uh, kind of new food uh, related technologies. NFTs is a big topic here. Uh, as you hear about those more and more in the news, space tech is actually uh, an interesting topic here with, um, uh, we have a, an entire space vehicle uh, on display uh, here at uh, CES this year. And obviously the metaverse and other uh, topics along those lines are are big at the show. Uh, one of the interesting things is uh, the Indianapolis uh, Motor Speedway has the Indy Autonomous Challenge. They've been working with students to design autonomous Indy racing cars. Um, and for the first time, they're bringing that to the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, where later this week, they're going to have an autonomous uh, race uh, amongst number, a number of these cars. So just some really exciting different uh, opportunities. But, you know, a lot of the topics that we're seeing, particularly from the, the aging uh, perspective, looking at the health space, uh, whether it's companies like Abbott, which is also giving a keynote in addition to their presence on the, the show for BioIntelliSense, Metrics, others along those lines, looking at Sleep Tech, uh, Sleep Number has a, a big uh, presence uh, here at the show, uh, a number of solutions along the lines of hearable technology, uh, especially with the uh, over-the-counter hearing aid rules that have been published and are now uh, in the process of getting comments and everything. Uh, we actually just had a big meeting yesterday with our uh, disability leaders and, and others in the industry to talk about some of those types of solutions. But we have a number of companies that are, are here showing different hearable technologies that I think will uh, really make a big difference uh, moving forward. So 
there's some incredible trends. I will say I'm still just trying, you know, it's day one of the show. So I'm still trying to catch up and uh, walk the soles off my shoes as I try to catch everything that's on the show for this year. But uh, we're really excited to be here and uh, having a great show. You don't want to lose your souls in Las Vegas. That's for sure. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you about the competition that, that you have, uh, Steve, uh, at Eureka Park. There's two different things to raise there. One is every year we have what we call our Eureka Park Accessibility Contest. And this is a challenge where we go out to startups uh, and basically we offer them, uh, we pick five startups. Each of them gets a free booth uh, in Eureka Park. Uh, and I'll give Sasha credit. She was uh, my partner as we first started this program a number of years ago. We also give them a little bit of funding because it takes a little bit of money for startups to, uh, to come to, to CES. Um, so yeah, we have uh, a number of companies here. They're actually right up front the minute you walk into uh, Eureka Park. And there are companies along the lines of Personal AI, which is a, a solution that is designing kind of a memory solution, a, a AI-based uh, memory solution, which could be really incredible. Quite frankly, I could probably use it at times, but uh, also for people kind of on the earlier stages of, um, you know, uh, memory loss and, and cognitive decline, looking at some of the, the ways that these sorts of uh, solutions could be used. Things like caregiver smart solutions, which is a uh, sensor-based uh, suite that can help uh, caregivers uh, um, keep track of family members and, you know, is there motion in their house and, and similar to uh, uh, other solutions along those lines. You know, Cosmos Robotics is designing a robot that is an assistant caregiver for uh, senior living communities uh, and really has kind of a, an incredible uh, robotic uh, device they're showing off. And then Parasuite is kind of a, uh, a SaaS-based um, healthcare solution that they're designing to uh, help with a, an aging uh, community. Uh, and it's based off the, the founder worked in senior centers and, and recognized some of the challenges that they were uh, encountering and were able to uh, you know, design this whole new solution. We also have a, a, a fifth uh, winner who uh, unfortunately was not able to be with us, but is participating digitally and it's called GoVobo. Uh, it's actually uh, being uh, created out of Gallaudet University, and it's looking at captioning solutions, uh, automated captioning solutions, especially for the, the deaf and hard of hearing communities. So some really incredible technologies in that space. And then the second uh, opportunity or challenge that we have is our pitch competition, which is taking place this Thursday. We have eight incredible companies from all over the world that are showcasing the technologies that can help people live in their homes uh, longer, more independently. It's kind of a smart home focused, although really maybe even a little bit broader than just pure smart home. Um, so we're going to have a, a really incredible competition there and get to uh, once again uh, highlight uh, uh, two winners, uh, one of which uh, selected by the, the judges uh, that we have there and uh, the other selected by the audience. So we're really looking forward to uh, another great uh, pitch competition. Uh, these are uh, events that I always love to do uh, each year. Let me ask each of you, perhaps, uh, 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 to give your thoughts about what you look for when it comes to technology that can really improve the lives of older adults, things that you're looking to, to highlight here. Because very often, you know, there's new technology and then there may be, at least in, in the past, there may have been some reluctance among people to make use of the technology. But today, I think we're, we're seeing things change maybe pretty rapidly. So what is it that you, that you look for here? Maybe Rick, you want to jump in first? 
Sure. I, I often look for technology that is kind of exploiting very leading edge technology in a way that uh, the difficulty or friction becomes invisible. So making uh, interesting solutions very accessible to consumers, uh, usable by anybody. That's sort of a sweet spot for me. Uh, and that could be anything from, like we talked about TELUS, uh, a device that sort of just hides in the background and, and does its magic uh, to products uh, like glasses. I think TCL is announcing something at CES and others that can uh, turn on a, a, a third world that is sort of um, uh, AR and eventually the uh, proverbial metaverse. But uh, the point is um, utilizing really powerful technology in a way that is accessible and easy to interact with um, through common um, and familiar means like glasses, like wristbands, like gloves, and, and that sort of thing. That's, uh, those are things that are very interesting to me. You know, Sasha, it sounds interesting to me that there are, that there are niches, problems that maybe most of us aren't aware of that companies focus on, on solving. In terms of like uh, trends and themes on the, in technology that we're looking for, um, I am constantly looking for uh, startups and innovations with that have passion. So the founding team that is a strong motivation story is always something that I like to see when I'm talking to, to technologies. Um, so with the collaborative, um, while we're talking to a lot of uh, the groups I mentioned, investors, industry leaders, uh, test beds, um, we also talked to a lot of startups that may have not actually been a part of the accelerator program, that, but want to be. Um, and we do have that very specific path right now where we have the pitches and events that we host throughout the year, again, the accelerator program, and then there's that graduation to the Age Tech Collaborative. So um, in those conversations with companies that reach out to us, or if we're at events like CES, um, really looking for a strong founding team and that, that motivational story, which with um, age tech and uh, digital health solutions, you tend to find a lot of that um, is, is really compelling stories behind what they're working on. Christina, do you wanna chime in on this? Sure. Um, something that's kind of come more, I guess, dear to my heart is a lot of the caregiving support tools. Um, because it really helps the caregiver manage and give their loved one the independence and empower that, you know, that loved one to continue living their life um, without taking a lot of those things away from them and that they can help age in place. And so there's a lot of really great technology around that um, and supporting both ends of that and that dynamic, because that is a tough one, um, especially as Mary said earlier, like the boomer population is it's, it's such a big need at this point in time. Steve, you get such a diverse group of companies that, that come in there, especially to Eureka Park. They can be really, when you talk about startups, some of them may not have a product finished yet, right? But they have, they have great ideas even. Yeah, you know, we have 800, uh, more than 800 startups uh, on the floor this year. Uh, and, you know, they all have at least a, a, a product. They, you know, it can't be just a, an idea, but, um, you know, it, it is. We have products from all over the world. Uh, a lot of country delegations uh, in the show this year highlighting different uh, startup companies. And it really is a very diverse area. And that's what I'm looking for when I'm looking for technologies in this space is groups that have 
not just thought about a solution to a problem, but really engage the older population in that design, in that engagement. And that's one of the, the amazing things that I know the AARP team is doing uh, with their Age Tech Collaborative is being able to uh, enable some of that testing and, and program and development. Uh, but it really is such an incredible uh, part of the, the program. And then, you know, I'm always excited for the general consumer technologies that are here. So they may not necessarily be marketed just for an aging population or just for other specific communities, but it's the, you know, same products that, uh, you know, the broad general community wants to use, but also can be really beneficial to uh, older adults, whether it's smart home technology, transportation technology, and really kind of across the entire board uh, and here at the show. You know, I think there are a lot of riches in the niches. And when you hear things like hearing, one in three are going to have some hearing loss. Um, I think in the 85 plus age group, there's cognition and their mobility. So these are really wonderful solutions. It is a global group and we're seeing more deal flow come in globally. So we want to thank you all for this great good work that you do. Let's, let's take a look ahead maybe to the new year and what it's going to bring to the Age Tech Collaborative. Rick and Sasha, I'll let you talk about what's ahead. I'll, I'll jump out first. Um, I, what's ahead is getting more and more and more uh, companies into our community. You know, we're actively um, bringing on board, as Sasha mentioned, almost 100 so far, uh, industry leaders, startups, venture capitalists, uh, anybody who wants to be part of the age tech ecosystem or learn and get more smart about it, because as we all know, this is an $8 trillion market. Um, and we're finding just in the past year, particularly, that a lot of people who hadn't paid a lot of attention to this space are waking up to it, product makers, marketers, um, and we want to just be there to help them do it. Um, so this community is going to be all about building critical mass inside of the, the community. And it's large part what uh, Sasha is working on. And uh, a major part of what um, Christina is working on is running the uh, the accelerator program we've got. We've got a holistic program at the Innovation Lab from pitch competitions to find companies to our accelerator where we, we make them smarter and they graduate into our collaborative where we hope we can connect them maybe with venture capitalists, maybe with industry for deals. Um, and we also uh, at times invest in these companies. So next year or this year, I should say, it's just going to be more and more of that. Now that we've got the platform and the community up, live, ready to go, it's going to be all about um, running at it. So, um, Sasha, I don't know if you and Christina have uh, other color to add there. That, that was exactly what I was going to say, is we have a growing team, which is allowing us to get more participants on board. Um, so for anyone interested in learning more, uh, you can go ahead and visit agetechcollaborative.org and there's a page where you can apply today and that will get in touch directly with us. Um, but in addition to just additional participants, um, we'll also be looking to have more uh, events and workshops that we, ju we just started testing that out in Q4 of last year. So bringing more of those into um, the community for 2022 and create those opportunities for connection. Um, we'll be refining the features of the platform and then maybe potentially a few more things up our sleeve 
Um, but anyone that's interested, please feel free to get in touch with us. You know, when you when you talk about companies realizing how big this market is, you said I think the number was eight trillion dollars. Is that what? Holy moly! Yeah, you got a company like Amazon now that's trying to turn their smart speaker, the Alexa, into I guess it's called Alexa Together, right? To, to right. be used by by seniors, and they've got something called Amazon Glow, which I've played around yep. with a little bit to let seniors play with their grandchildren remotely, which can be a lot of fun. So there's yeah, really a realization out there that this is a huge market. Steve, do you, do you want to comment on, on how big this area is? Um, and obviously CES has known this for a long, CTA has known this for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. And as you said, uh, you know, AARP does some really incredible work looking into the research of the longevity economy and the size and economic impact of this population. And really what I found most incredible is, as I mentioned, this is the 10th anniversary of the CTA Foundation this year. When we first got started, I had a lot of conversations with people saying, why are you looking at the aging population as you're developing a um, charitable foundation to give back? Now, I don't hear that very often. There's still some of those conversations from time to time, but people are aware of the opportunity, whether it is the, the big global brands, like you mentioned, Amazon, their uh, Alexa for Everyone and other solutions uh, along those lines, um, you know, Samsung, LG, others along those lines that we uh, see here, um, to the, the small startups um, and everything in between. So there's a lot of excitement in this space. This is something that's going to impact all of us. Um, so I think there's a lot of great opportunity for us uh, in this space as well. I think what I find exciting, Fred, is to hear some of the new companies that Christina mentioned and knowing some of the participants in the collaborative and how they can connect them with rehab hospitals and distribution centers. And also we saw yesterday from the UK, a blueprint for aging in England. And so the fact that we can have this shared knowledge that Steve was talking about, and we can get there faster with these solutions because the boomers are getting older, so we need them now. And uh, we also look forward to having you with our Venture Summit in June, which will be in its 20th year. And um, we know that LG has an announcement to make on the floor too, Steve. So it's exciting to see the large companies partnering with some of the startups and all of that's gonna come together in this exciting collaborative. So stay tuned. Uh, and Fred, we have uh, other exciting things ahead too, right? We sure do. We have many great things to come this year with the podcast. And we want to remind folks that we'll also have a new monthly podcast this year, Longevity Deal Talk, which is focused on the businesses that are bringing about the changes and innovations, some of which we've heard about today. And of course, Rick, these innovations can also serve the broader base of ARP members, which Absolutely. are quite sizable. So you are a fast company winner for innovation. You all are innovating this week, and we thank you for yep. being with us today. Exciting things to come, so stay tuned. We want to thank our sponsor, AARP Innovation Labs, working with startups to empower people to choose how they live as they age. We hope all of you have a healthy and great year ahead, and thank you for spending time with us.